right, and welcome to another great week of Permanent Vacation Radio for the week of, what is it, October 17th, 2016. My name is Kevin. Who else is here joining me? Mr. D. A.K. All right. And, In the uh, house. I want to thank you all for uh, joining us for the Permanent Vacation Radio Show. This is episode number two. And uh, we're super, super stoked to be out there in the world. Uh, Lots of different ways you could find us. You can find us on Podbean, which is a great podcasting uh, application. Go ahead and download that app and then look up Permanent Vacation Radio and you will find us there. Go ahead and subscribe to the show. Do it now. uh, Yeah, we will show up in your device uh, every time a new show is offered, which I think is going to be every week. We're also in iTunes. You can find us on iTunes in the iTunes store under Permanent Vacation Radio, and that'll pop right into the uh, the podcast thing there, and you can subscribe to us. And you can always, without a doubt, find us on our home base, which is PermanentVacationRadio.com. Soon to have a uh, big, huge, we're going to have our fingers all over social media as well. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, we want to get the show started here with a brand new segment that uh, beautiful AK came up with. Thank and, you. And uh, this segment, what is the name of this segment, AK? What the F? What the F? Um, what, what the F? F? <laughs> what the F? What the F? What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? Um, yeah, so basically I thought, you know, what the F is what we always say whenever we can't figure out what some sort of star or person of interest is doing <laughs> so what the f tonight first off will be Corey feldman Corey feldman oh, God. jesus wasn't he in uh, what movie was he in uh, stand by me stand, was um, he in goonies goonies, goonies. What, what was his character in goonies uh Anybody remember his mouth <laughs> mouth <laughs> <laughs> That's a great pull. And I love that movie. I couldn't have saved my life. That's one of my favorite movies. That was a huge pull. Corey Feldman is mouth. That's awesome. Right. He was in a lot of things. It was also like around during that period where Michael Jackson had the monkey pet, was dating... Brooke Shields. Elephant Man statue. <laughs> yeah, yep. yeah. Unbelievable. So, what a weird, yeah. weird, weird time. He's got a life. He's had a life. So was Corey Feldman like... Um, Corey Haim? Yes, but darker hair. Was <laughs> was Corey Feldman Michael Jackson's Cato Kalen? Yeah. He was like his little monkey buddy buddy. <laughs> his little buddy? Yeah. No, literally, though, he was. He went out and got all the pills for him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A, little pill, a little pill runner. And he survived, and now we have this. Oh, I didn't, God. I didn't hear anything behind the bungalow. <laughs> yeah. um, so anyway, uh, yeah, Corey Feldman has been all over the news lately because he's had incredible. two Incredible. Yeah, you kind of took the words right out of my mouth there. Incredible. You can't even say futuristic. Success. Yeah, incredible uh, appearances on on the show that everybody show. is talking about for all the wrong reasons, and that is, of course, the Today Show, Billy Bush. Um, <laughs> yeah. They're uh, going crazy right now with the crap. So, they sporting crap. So, Alicia, you came up with this idea. Miles. We want to start doing this segment called uh, What the F. What the F. And we're going to start it off with Corey Feldman. What the, what the F is going on with Corey Feldman? Uh, if you guys uh, who are tuning in have what not a had goon. a chance to uh, check out these uh, incredible performances on the Today Show. They're all over social media and uh, all the uh, video channels out there, YouTube and whatever. Which is exactly what he wants to do. Uh, he wants you uh, to of course. finger bang your computer and find him. Yes, yep. it's not it's not that's, as easy that's, as that's it was. That's the grand plan. Yeah. <laughs> it's, totally, it's totally working. Why wouldn't you want to see that? It's like so one, of the, one of the great things about podcasts is that you can consume these at your own 
pace, right? So right. you can eat, you can download this. You, you can, can stream go for it. it. So you can pause it. Go check out Corey Feldman's two incredible performances and then come back and then pick it up right here where we left off. I'll give you a little bit of time here. Okay, I think that's enough. So what do you guys think about Corey Feldman? What's going on with that dude? Is he is he reinventing music or is he... Um, Losing it. Something else. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that he... If he's trying to, as Donald Trump would probably... Um, push, you know, become popular with bad publicity as well, then yeah, that, this is amazing. Plus, I mean, it is freaking comical. And if he is funny enough to put this out and have it be like, I'm pretending like this is totally serious, then good on him because it's great. He's laughing at us. Yeah. He's like, these idiots think that I'm, <laughs> yeah. you know, wearing hoods with metallic. Like he almost has like a foil hat on in this. Well, it's like gold lame. On right. the first video, he came out as the uh, the evil emperor from the first uh, Star Wars series, <laughs> and then the second one he came out with as uh, Princess Leia, but mm-hmm. but male, mm-hmm. and um, he is constantly backed up by the uh, Victoria's Secrets models as his band, the Heavenly Angels. Yes, but they are not the ones that appear on all the uh, Victoria's Secrets corporate advertisements. <laughs> They're the ones that just work at the local, uh, you know, Santa Ana store. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh! And as a um, a cover photo for tonight's show, you've got to look up the album cover, which is spectacular. Oh what is the name of the album, by the way? Do you remember? Heavenly Angels or something. Oh, it is? Yeah. yeah. So, so uh, I saw an interview saying it took him a decade to put this album together. Like, like, like Axl well, Rose. Like in between 18 Xanax a day, <laughs> it's hard to get shit done. Taking, taking, taking naps. <laughs> Fuck. Unbelievable. Right. It's well, pretty amazing, though. Sewing, uh, sewing angel wings together, all right. that kind of Meeting stuff. Meeting all these yeah. women who are so untalented at music and get them all together in one band. Oh they didn't God. drop any of their instruments, though. No. Impressed by that. No. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, what the F, Corey Feldman. Yeah, pretty great. Um, Corey Feldman is going to be one of the hotter Halloween freaking costumes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Him I and agree. Boner. That and, and what fuzzy animals? Uh, yeah, yeah. Furry? Yeah. Fur, fur fucker? Moving on to the next what the F. Um, what was his name again? Well, so in, epi- in episode one of the uh, Permanent Vacation show, we really were really enamored by Kenneth Bone. Kenneth Bone. Everyone in thought fact, he was the cutest, sweetest little you know, Innocent. Yeah. He was the cover of our uh, of our episode show, or our show episode, and um, and uh, I stand by that. Mr. That Midwestern was, USA. You know, he had his 15 minutes there, but then I guess he went on some uh, interview show. <laughs> 14 and a half minutes till he, till he failed. And he used his... Uh, his one of his social media handles uh, that he uses, which was not Ken Bone, it was some other name with some numbers after whatever it was. <laughs> Fur fucker. Uh, but, but whatever it Pregnant was. Pregnant lady fucker 101. It allowed everybody that was in the uh, interview or watching the interview to to look up his past under that handle uh, and or under so that, that was profile a faux name. Pas. Uh, or what? It was a fur paw. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> gross. And uh, yeah, so his his past was exposed. I guess he is a huge Jennifer Lawrence fan, or at least her butthole. And uh, he is also a big fan of uh, uh, apparently a form or a genre of uh, porn out there, which is prego porn. Mm. And apparently he is also a Furby or a furry or a, what, uh, one, of the, one of those folks that dress up Fantastic. as like a, uh, you know. Yeah, like, chipmunk and... 
Yeah. Like uh, King- Kingston like from the uh, Sacramento Kings and then goes out and uh, screws other mascots. I don't know, what it's like, I don't know what's going on. It's like the end of the movie Sausage Party, but not cartoon food, but people dressed in fur animals. Yeah. Unbelievable. So our fourth Mike is here. He's he's uh, his mic is turned off right now. Uh, but uh, our mascot for the for the permanent vacation radio show is Rocky. Rocky is uh, over there uh, eating his uh, bone right now next to his giant stuffed uh, emoji poo pillow. <laughs> what do you think of all this uh, furry talk, Rocky? I think that's why he's going down on that bone. Yes, he, Rocky is also in the bone zone. He's still in the 15 minutes, everybody, like at least guy. in Rocky's mind. <laughs> he gives him a number one. Thumbs up. Well, that's awesome. Thumbs um, in. <laughs> so, yeah, there's a lot of weirdness out there. And, uh, again, uh, Alicia, or AK, excuse me, have to use fake radio names here. Either way, either way. And uh, <laughs> even though this is just a podcast, uh, AK, thank you for the great uh, idea on the new segment which mm-hmm. is of course what the f brilliant absolutely and, we'll, brilliant. and i think we're going to be doing that every week yes um, that's, we a, that's, a, that's a slam dunk yeah. this, every week there's some new crap <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh what else do we want to talk about you know we talked about ken bone and his um his i guess quote unquote 15 minutes of fame uh i, I that brought us up a, another great idea which is um, things that kind of came out of nowhere surprised us that we kind of, uh, you know, glommed onto or found some attachment to, and then really became pop- more popular than we ever would have uh, anticipated. And once again, AK was on the leading edge here of coming up with ideas. And her idea was uh, movies that we've seen in the past that kind of fell in that uh, that category. Something that kind of came out of nowhere and surprised us and either became a classic or scarred us in so many ways that uh, the only thing we can think of back on it is a uh, horror. <laughs> <laughs> most of mine are, uh, well, there's, there, most of mine are comedy. Yeah, mine are a lot of comedy. Oh, yeah, a lot of comedy. Imagine that. <laughs> I'm really big into that. <laughs> Although, the old con- No Country for Old Men, that was a pretty terrifying movie. Yeah. Right. I had dreams about that. So, who, who wrote Old Country for New, uh, old, old, no, no country for old men. Isn't it the Coens? Is it the Coens? So that, so here's here's my idea there on might this. Not be. I, I, One of my ideas on this concept is if it's going to be something that completely comes out of left field and surprises you, they can't have a lot of background writing. You know, you can't say, well, here's old country or new old, no country for old men. Uh, I wonder how this is going to be. This is the same guys that wrote Fargo. Um, yes, yes. This could be good. The Coens. Yeah. Right? This could yeah. be good. It's going to be. Yeah. It's usually <laughs> yeah. good. They've so had some that, weird ones. That to but... me is not a surprise. No, it's not. I was just saying it was scary. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome for that. <laughs> so so let's let's go around the table here and let's uh let's throw out some of these uh some of these ideas that we have as far as uh movies. These are these are movies that kind of just came out of left field. They either became franchises, they either scarred us for life. Or a one-off that was just like you look back on it and say that was a quintessential movie experience, but Ladies. I was not expecting it. Ladies first. Oh well, if we're gonna say that, <laughs> remember *Requiem for a Dream*. Oh god, nobody's ever gonna forget Jeez. that. Ever, you'll never forget that. Not good, not great, not my favorite, but just terrifying. Wow. And wow. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I have not seen that movie. Really? <laughs> I have not. Oh, dude. No. I don't even know if you want to. Yeah. <clears throat> no, I mean, uh, give me what's the what's the lowdown. It's uh, the chick that looks young. Demi Moore. No spoiler alerts. And 
Well, I mean, I think she's like some sort of a prostitute. Demi Moore? Jared, <laughs> is where, is Jared this, Leto? Is this where she got her boobs done and went in the military? No. No, no, no. no that was G.I. Jane. Jane. Oh, sorry. Wrong <laughs> this movie. one is a darker, like, 80s kind of businessy, you know, American Psycho-esque-ish, right? A little bit. And then yeah. at the end, there's this really horrible, like, raping scene. And, mm. uh I don't know if you Poker can, tables, double-headed dildos. Yeah, I mean, I don't oh. know if you can even describe it. You just Beer bottles. It, it's pretty intense. Right, and then you got to take a shower. <laughs> you do. So it's, it's kind of like that uh, Jodie Foster movie from way back when. Which one? No? Yeah, The Accused, right? The Accused? No, oh, okay. I don't remember. Oh, yeah. Same same kind of idea. Right. Uh, yeah, Dirty. so uh, what, what else has you got there? I'm going to have to check that movie out, by the way. Yeah, you should. I can't believe you haven't. I mean, I don't say you should. You... Oh, I'm... <laughs> quitting the show right now like princess bride <laughs> that was a classic oh yeah. so here's the thing about that one rob reiner you kind of knew going in it's going to be good yeah but how good is it going to be given that concept i say that one gets a hall pass because that to me is i'd say that's probably in my top 10 of i'm ashamed, all time I'm ashamed to say that i've never seen that movie what? holy <laughs> Inconceivable! Yeah, oh my god! Well, write that down. Jennifer Connelly was in Wrecking for a Dream. Yes, I knew it was one of those dark-headed. And Ellen Burstyn too, and Jared Leto. Wow! Remember when Ellen Burstyn was in like every single movie? Directed by Darren Aronofsky. (laughs) Yeah, she was in every single movie for about three years. Yep. Um, Yeah, uh, Princess Bride. Dennis, uh, I'm sorry, uh, you can no longer be on the show or my friend if you do not go home immediately between now and next week. That's scary. I mean, you and both of you guys would love it. Done. Oh, it's the best. It's a classic. You can watch it forever. No, that's in my top 10. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well, this is my top 10 because I I didn't do the directions right. (laughs) (laughs) This is your idea. (laughs) No, I didn't know all the... Different things. Hashtag teacher fail. <laughs> um, shit, what else? Did you see War Dogs? No, no didn't oh, see War Jonah Dogs. Hill, Jonah Hill and some guy I don't know his name and his super hot girlfriend. It was mm. really great. So that was Jonah Hill's kind of turn at uh, being serious. Yeah, semi-serious. Yep. Um, he had a... F- he had a little bit of the same characteristics as a Wolf of Wall Street character. Wolf. Remember? Yes. Wolf. That movie is that also scene. incredible. Yeah. Do you guys have friends that say wolf? They, they can't say wolf. Wolf. Oh, because they can't say wolf. Yeah, they say wolf. Well, wolfy. Wolf. Wolfy. I think that's funny when people say wolf. Wolf Blitzer. My friend can't say drawer. <laughs> like, if you're going to open the drawer. Drawer. Drawers. Right. She drawer. says she has to say draw. Draw. Or she chest. can't say ER. Chest of drawers. Chest of draw. 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 <laughs> It's like a Massachusetts thing, I guess. Go look in the chest of draw. (laughs) (laughs) All right, what else you got? Me? Yep. Um, Well, say Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. I mean, come on. That's just amazing. Great movie. Great book. (laughs) Not surprising. But I mean, everybody saw that coming down the tracks, though. Um, Well, did you see The Night Before? No. Okay. Mm. There's a lot uh, of scary movies you got here. That one's not scary. That no. one is hilarious. It's about um, Gordon J- Levin Hewitt. What's that guy's damn name? Jason Gordon Levin Hewitt, the guy. With six names? Yeah. yeah he, sounds like a freezer. I think he was the guy <laughs> who like used to be in Third fir- Rock from the Sun. Company. Right? Remember Third Rock from the Sun? <laughs> oh, right. Jason yes. Gordon Levin Hewitt. Yeah, I don't know yeah. I know who you're talking about, though. Um, and then, uh, and was it Seth Rogen? <laughs> yeah. Um, and the, and Seth Rogen is about to have a baby, 
And so his, oh, I've seen that. His wife gives him a pass and all these drugs in a little box and tells him to go out Wait, and just he's, smash yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's pregnant. I didn't know that. His was wife. A, yeah. I didn't know that was the oh, name of the movie. Yeah, 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 it's fucking great. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa, careful there, um, homie. But I, of course, I was like, Mark kept saying, "Let's watch the night before," and I'm like, oh, "I'm gonna see some." Like, you know, Christmas thing, but it's incredibly funny. All right. What else you got in there? Real zingers. Like, like, no, uh, I didn't you know. do the zinger thing. <laughs> I mean, shoot. Well, like Fargo, nobody knew what that was going to be about. We already said that. So walk hard. So here's, here's a good question. I don't know if, how quick you guys are on your uh, mobile devices. Um, I got a big screen full of uh, editing stuff here, but um, in the Cohen's career, where does Fargo come? If it's early in the career would, and you're not expecting it, it's early. I would say Fargo would be a better call mm-hmm. than the other one that you brought up, uh, No Country for Old Men. Yeah. Because uh, no. again, I watched Fargo and I was just like, what am I looking at? And halfway through, I was just like, I am sucked in. Yeah, I am love completely it. into these love characters. The William H. Macy, I think that might yep. have been his first or very beginning of his career. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Uh, the, the two bad guys were uh, Steve Buscemi and I can't remember the other guy's name but he was he was Slick Willie or Slick Slippery Pete and he didn't say in anything. Seinfeld when George wanted to steal the Frogger machine because he had the high score <laughs> oh, yeah. and he had to move it across the street <laughs> and, and Slippery Pete was going to do it for him but his only requirement to be able to do it was he needed holes and, and both Jerry and George said what are holes and they both realized that he was talking about the outlet he needed to have somewhere uh-huh. to plug holes. it in holes yeah. he needed holes and that was the bad guy in right. one of the two bad guys in uh he was the guy who was getting put no no he, he got put in the he chopper was, no no he put Bu- Buscemi in the was getting put in the, yeah. in the, chop, he in the put chipper him in there. yeah yeah 1996 by the way yeah wow. fantastic movie and it's set in minnesota oh, in, yeah. in 1987 and did you see the, the series the TV series? No, I didn't. Uh, and I I listened to a couple other podcasts. Uh, and um, I, I, there was one podcast in particular, the Big O and Duke show, that I absolutely love. If you guys have a chance to check them out. They're okay. out of the East Coast. They, for a while, swore by that. Uh, in fact, the whole first season, they were just like completely sucked in, saying, I was not expecting a lot from this. Here's a huge movie that made a lot of money. You know those characters by heart. They're going to try and reinvent this. Is it going to be possible? It's got Billy Bob Thornton. I'm not sure if it's going to work. Oh, it's and, great. But it was great. It's yeah. great, great, great. Um, yeah. Um, I mean, Pulp Fiction. Awesome. So, yep. Uh, I, I would have to say Pulp Fiction with Quentin Tarantino is where I uh, discovered Quentin Tarantino. What about when Reservoir I, Dogs? That was no. after? That was so, after. Reservoir Dogs was the one that... I think really, really encapsulated what we could expect from Quentin Tarantino going forward. Mm-hmm. But until that out of sequence perfection with Pulp Fiction came out, yeah, with superstar names and a great story, uh, that's when people started looking back and saying, "Okay, I got to go visit." What Reser- else is it? What I else got, is this guy? I got to visit did? Reservoir Dogs, and I got to figure out what's going on with this dude. Um, <laughs> and that, but I, I've got a Quentin Tarantino movie on my list as well and it's even later than that um but for the genre for me it's all about the genre and um but yeah uh, pulp fiction is another great example of that out of left field i wasn't expecting a lot i didn't know what to expect going in completely blown away walking out of the movie theater couldn't wait to get my ass back in a movie seat to see it again right because i had to figure it out 
I yeah. still don't know what's in that freaking briefcase. <laughs> right. And that briefcase was in a different movie. Right? Um, it was in another movie, the briefcase. Mm-hmm. It was like they were, you didn't really know why, and they opened it up and it was glowing, glowing. like that again. Yeah. Hmm. Somebody's soul. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's my list. All right. Mr. D. What have you got? I've got both uh, Pulp Fiction and Reservoir Dogs. We'll, we'll bypass those. Okay. The Fisher King. Oh, the yeah. Fisher King with uh, with Jeff Bridges and Robin Williams. Right. Come on, Kevin. Yeah, no, Where he was I, the I, drunk homeless so, guy, right? So a lot of people no. reference that movie, and I have just never taken the time to, to, to look down, sit down and look at that movie, you and I, I, don't, I don't know what it's about. Terry Gilliam. Oh, uh, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, of, of Monty Python yep. fame. Yep. He directed it, and it's got like a lot of Monty Python-esque stuff in it you'll see what i mean when you when you see it hmm. it's part fantasy part drama part sad part happy it's it's an awesome awesome movie it's one of those movies that it's my desert island movie i'll i would, I, I can take that and watch that over and over and over again. all right well that says a lot that's good stuff i will check that out and mm-hmm. uh, i will get back to you within a week because <laughs> yeah. that is your assignment as well with uh, princess bride <laughs> princess oh, bride man. likewise uh fast times yes. uh yes 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 yes, yes doesn't that make it our time <laughs> 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 Are you in my class? I am today. Yeah, today. <laughs> um, no, I mean I could. We could go on. Forever. Yeah, forever. <laughs> Lots of one. No, that's a that is a great example of one of those movies that comes out of nowhere. What, what was her name? Penelope something or other. Who uh, Spheris? Who uh, who directed that uh, that movie? I, f- I forget her name, but anyway, oh, really? um, yeah, hmm, hot, huge. It's been a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Shining. Yeah, Shine. Mm-hmm. Those twins creeped me out when that, when I first saw that for till this day. Yep, <laughs> the, the, the flowing blood and everything. Jack, Jack was amazing. Mm-hmm. Yep, and that. Yeah, that was a creepy one. I I, I must say that I am uh, very happy to have been um, invited to a wedding once at the Stanley oh, Inn wow. in oh, really? Estes Park, Colorado, oh. which is where all the inside scenes wow. of that movie were filmed. Wow. Pretty trippy when you turn around the corner and you see those uh, elevator doors i bet i have not been to the um timberline lodge which is up in washington which is where the outside Outside. Uh, does it have a maze just like that no (laughs) (laughs) uh wizard of oz Still, still one of my favorite all time. Yeah, favorite. I have Wizard of yeah. Oz. Totally. I have a, Dennis he, is going deep here. Yeah, this is good. This is good. I've got in my in my man cave. Right. In my shed, I guess you can call it. Well, that came out in the twenty when you were in your twenties. So I'm sure that was a huge experience because <laughs> uh, they just got in color. Right. Well, I remember when was, I remember watching it for the first time, and my grandmother was like, "Hold on, hold on, wait for it, wait for it," and it went from black and white to color. It was like yeah. a big deal. Mind blowing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, what's the? Uh, let's go back here for one quick second. What's the? Um, is it Dark Side of the Moon that lines up with that that yes. movie? Yes. 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 Exactly. Yeah. During I the saw Lion Roar. my Virgin Voyage to Red Rocks, Colorado. Red Rocks Amphitheater was uh, was uh, Pussifer Primus and the Flaming Lips wow. doing Dark Way. Side of the Moon to the Wizard of Oz. Oh, no way. God. Yeah, man. <laughs> All three of them. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was uh, Pussifer and Primus one day, and, and um, I believe it was Flaming Lips the next day. Oh, jeez. And they did Dark Side of the Moon, Wizard of Oz combo, theatrical concert, blowout. Now, awesome. now I know awesome. at that show, you probably, uh, uh, things are very expensive at concerts. You probably sprang for a couple uh, Diet Cokes during that show, right? Okay. <laughs> a few. Okay, I mean, that's probably all you consumed? <laughs> yes. Excellent. <laughs> you got to watch the weight. That's right. 
Raising Arizona. Oh, I love that movie. <laughs> that's a very good one. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. McDonough. Yep. That's Give me very... that baby. Yeah, yep. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're you're absolutely right. That one is the one that set uh, Nicolas Cage on his path. Oh, and I love it. Absolutely right. <laughs> awesome. Um, believe it or not, I saw... <laughs> that's a great, yeah. great one. Uh, I want to watch it now. <laughs> I saw the new uh, version of Starsky and Hutch on a plane. Oh, wow. And, and when we landed, I had to find it on in our hotel. In our hotel, our motel, whatever, and watch it again. Oh, is that the one with uh, Snoop Dogg and, yeah. and uh, as, as Huggy Bear? No. Right. Yeah. Brent Stiller? Yes. Yeah. It was awesome. His character stars <laughs> Owen Wilson. And and Owen Wilson. Wilson. Yeah. And then there was a uh, cameo by. Uh, the real Starsky and Hutches, which uh, is Paul Michael Glazer and yeah. David Soul. Yep. David Soul. Don't give up on it, baby. That's right. That is David Soul. <laughs> that that was a God, top 40 hit. That song was in the movie. Oh, it was? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> uh, what else we got here? Godfathers, the, the series. Sure. I, I used to, uh, when I was in my 20s, used to have uh, a Christmas party for all people that didn't have anywhere to go for Christmas. Yep. We'd, yep. Have a, we'd have a party at, at Mr. D's house <laughs> and we'd watch The Godfather and eat pasta. Nice. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> uh, so way back in high school, I was a big Dirty Harry fan. So oh, Dirty Harry. Yeah. Uh, nobody, but nobody puts ketchup on a hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> and last but not least, Friday. Oh, yeah, I love yeah, it. Friday. That's another great. Bye, one. Felicia. That is another another great pull. Oh yeah, good, good list, one. you guys. Yeah. List. My list, are, my list is not as long as you guys, uh, but um, hopefully I'll have somebody on here that is that is worth worthwhile. Now, uh, the number one on mine is um, one of my favorite Christmas movies. We are going into the holiday mm. season, and a lot of people forget this is actually a Christmas movie, but it is a movie that kind of came out of left field. It had a huge superstar in it. Um, but um, to me, it kind of set the tone uh, for not only this actor, but for the genre. And it is probably the number one movie in my repertoire that if it is on television, even if it's only got 10 minutes left, you're watching it. Right. I'm sticking it out. <laughs> and that is Die Hard. Nice. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Absolutely Die Hard. Awesome. Yep. Absolutely love that movie. Totally Christmas. Um, the other one we, we touched on a little bit earlier. Uh, I may have let something slip in our uh, pre show meeting, but uh, <laughs> the other one for me is Usual Suspects. Mm-hmm. Mm. That is, to me, another one of those that I will sit and I will watch no matter what point of the movie it's on because the acting in it is so great the story is so great and the twist at the end is so perfect um kill bill for me is a huge one and that's because of the genre it is uh, a great throwback to all those great 70s um kung fu movies there's so many references in that thing uh the fact that they uh that uh, quentin brought in the rizza to do the music (laughs) on that and um, brilliant, brilliant movie. Kill one and two. The, the mm-hmm. fact that it goes from the fact that they had to edit it, they were so creative. And this is too violent. So, what we're going to do is we're not going to take away any of the violence. We're just going to take away the color of the blood. Oh, yeah. So, the green. And right? that's how we're going. We're, they made it black and white. And that's it's still just blood spewing everywhere, but you can't see the red, and that's how they got away with wow, really I getting away that. with that X rating or it was that, black that and white. NR. Yeah. Like I said, the blood brilliant. was coming out black and white. Well, you, if you remember one part of the movie, she is slaughtering all of those guys right. in that 
in that nightclub and uh there is a point where everything goes black and white yeah like comic book. and then there's a point later where it goes black back to color huh. right yeah wow. in, incredible That's idea wild, huh? good really really cool right um, Napoleon Dynamite. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yep. I mean, I was just it's like. Dang Quesadilla. <laughs> what am I looking at right now? Who are these people? Who came up with this idea? Eat the food, Tina. Super Where did weird. they get the idea? But my lips hurt real bad. Um, I mean, I couldn't believe it. Uncle Rico. Oh, God. Uh, uh, you think I can throw this football over that mountain? <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Great. Uh, another one is every single movie, but with one in particular that the Broken Lizard guys have done. And uh, Super Troopers Super for me Troopers. is massive, hmm. massive, massive thing. Super funny. I get it. I'll put There's that another my... one coming out, right? Appar- yeah, Super Troopers 2 is coming out. It was crowdfunded, by the way, which is another huge really? concept. It's like, huh. here's, a, here's a tried and true company that does great movies. They want to come out with a, a sequel to a, a tried and true movie. They're going to crowdfund it. They're going to get the funding for it. And they're going to go around the studios. And they're going to make it themselves. Hmm. Wow. Awesome. 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 I haven't seen that. Uh, no. Slam and Salmon. You haven't seen the first one? No. Oh, shit. Jesus Christ. All right, I'll, it's on my list. It's on my <laughs> list. It's on my list. Calm down. down. Breathe. Settle down. In through guy. your nose. <laughs> out through your mouth. You need, you need to go rent that right now. Meow. Meow. Right now. So here's another one that's going to come out of left field. Um, and this kind of leads into... So for me, uh, Steven Spielberg is all about Jaws. But before he made Jaws, which to me was a great I almost put that on my list. Mm -hmm. But before Jaws was Duel. Duel was a movie with uh, Dennis Weaver. And it was about him versus a semi-truck on the open (gasps) road. McLeod. And um, that was uh, Steven Spielberg's first big directorial really? release. That was pretty fun. And, yeah, I remember that. Uh, it is a fa- I was a kid when I saw it. Was it had the scary really face on the front of the truck? Kid. Yeah, oh, really yeah. young kid. And this basically this this truck and the truck driver who you never see mm-hmm. uh, torments this one lone driver on the open road over miles and miles and miles and it is a suspenseful kind of seat of your pants drama. Wow, I gotta Super that well filmed. Um, not a lot, not sure. a lot of dialogue. They remade it at some point, but yeah. the original is the best. And uh, bringing up Dennis Weaver uh, brings up one of my favorite jokes of all time. <laughs> um, <laughs> what, <laughs> uh, what did Mick Jagger say when he walked into the room and saw uh, Hugh Hefner on top of Dennis Weaver. Shattered? No, he said, hey, hey, Hugh, Hugh, get off of my cloud. cloud. <laughs> <laughs> Rimshot. <laughs> so I was living, I was a, uh, I, I, uh, my parents had just got divorced and I was living in, uh, moved from California, came out to the East Coast with my mother and my, and, uh, and we lived in Cape May, New Jersey when Jaws came out. So we lived walking distance to the beach and yep. it scared the shit out of me you saw that I'll never forget that I almost put that on my list too because of that but I just I just didn't you know it's so funny too because when I was a kid um, you know everybody talked about how scary Jaws was and everything but the, the big freaking talk I don't know if you guys remember this but the big talk was like right at the beginning of the movies there's boobies yeah, yeah. 
Duh. Opener, opener. Everybody was talking about that. And then the big rumor was like, was that Farrah Fawcett oh, as the as the girl swimming? Was it? It wasn't. But, it looked like um, her hair. Yeah, yeah. But uh, that was the big deal. But uh, so that is another one of those movies that no matter what, I got the Farrah. I got the famous. Uh, I swear to God, next time you're next time you're at my my job, I got the Farrah poster, the famous part in my little area I, in my, I, I in my that, zone my I office that poster as a kid as well along with a bunch of scorpions <laughs> I, I have it as a 51 I have it with, as a 51 year old man <laughs> touche uh, that's great well, I hey, still have it hey you gotta have somewhere to hang your keys it's, 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 it's funny because it's right next to my key hook <laughs> I swear to god awesome awesome awesome, awesome. so uh, another great segment there thank you AK for bringing up that awesome. uh, no problem that yeah that was kind of the well, follow up to the Ken Bone, We're 15 down. minutes We're of fame, down. or things that came out of nowhere that you were Fur just not fucker. expecting. Crazy. All right. All right. We are oh, back, and we are ready to get into some uh, some beer review here on the Permanent <laughs> Vacation Radio Program. Beer review. Yeah, and this week we are trying something very, very unique. In fact, uh, this is probably the we most... Need a, we need a Homer Simpson soundbite beer review. Oh, speaking of Homer beer. Simpson, did you, guys see, uh, <laughs> did you guys see House of Horrors this week? No. Yeah. So there's a character... Oh, I'm going to be stumped. There's a character that's only appeared in one of their episodes ever. And he was such an antagonist to Homer Simpson, he became very, very popular. In fact, he ended up... I think killing himself at the end of the episode in the original one last night was the Simpsons 600th episode. Good Lord. It was a Treehouse of horrors episode. And this guy came, was re- resurrected as a ghost and came back to haunt the beginning of the show. <laughs> and I, I can't remember what the guy's name is. Uh, but if you look him up, um, he's out there. Um, but basically, he was a co-worker of Homer Simpson and was so frustrated with the work environment that Homer Simpson pre- presented with him and the interaction that they had that the, he ended up uh, grabbing onto some electrical wires or something and killing himself at the end of the episode <laughs> and became a cult figure. And everybody's been wondering when this guy's ever going to come back again. After 600 episodes, Jeez. he came back last night. Huge, <laughs> huge deal on uh, 600 Treehouse of Horrors. Yes. That's amazing. All right. Back to what we were talking about. Um, we are getting into the, uh, well, gosh, this is our second uh, permanent vacation radio beer review. And I want to thank uh, the guys and gals over at Xander's Spirits in Truckee, California, for providing us with tonight's beer. Great and little bottle shop. Yes, absolutely. Uh, hopefully, you guys over there are uh, picking up the uh, show here and listening in and listening in on the review. And what we're going to be uh, reviewing is a Founders Brewery out of, uh, where are they? Grand Rapids. Grand Rapids, Michigan. And uh, they've produced a beer that is a limited release beer called Mango Magnifico. And it is... Conculo. Uh, Conculo. Yes, that's with right. But. Uh, with butt. <laughs> is that is that the translation? Yeah, yes. Like Conculo. It means ass. So it's Mango Magnifico Conculo or mag, mag, Mango mag, Magnifico with ass. Yeah. Excellent. And it's got a, a beautiful picture of a girl doing some kind of flamenco dancing on the front. Uh, really colorful. Uh, 10% alcohol by volume. Wow. And apparently this is something that is um, falling under the category, which I've never heard of, of fruit slash 
vegetable beer. What's the now, vegetable part? Habanero. I would the, the habanero pepper. So it, it is brewed with both mango fruit and habanero pepper. And uh, it is coming in at 10% alcohol by volume. And Dennis saw somewhere where it's mentioned as a um, malt beverage. Yes. Yeah. So this is a very interesting uh, concoction by Founders, which is uh, one of my go-to breweries. Billy D. Williams. So let's let you know. Let's get a little bit of the uh, tit for tat here. Founders Magnifico uh, out of um, uh, uh, Grand Rapids, Michigan. Uh, Ooh, this is a fruit slash veggie beer or um, malt beverage. Is it? It's coming in at ten percent alcohol by volume, so it's a whopper. Smells like an apricot. Before we get into the tasting, let's read to you what the propaganda is here. What does Founders have to say with it? They are saying that uh, for 2016, uh, Mango Magnifico is a high-gravity fruit-brewed beer with mango and a touch of habaneros to add just the right amount of heat. The delicate flavors imparted by the sweet riches of the mango are punctuated perfectly by the subtle heat (laughs) of the habaneros, proving that fruit beers do not have to be one note. So, uh, they nailed that. They nailed that, uh, description. (laughs) 10% ABV. Awesome. And, uh, so they're saying that, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's something that could go along with some of their other seasonal beers, but I, I've got to say, this is pretty, this is pretty one dimensional. This is probably a a very unique thing. And, um, something that I I can't imagine what the food pairing would be on this. Why don't we get into this and uh, see what we think? Uh, let's, uh, go ladies first here around the table. AK, what do you think about, uh, Mango Magnifico Con Asshole. Sorry, I can't remember what it's called. Coolo. (laughs) It smells like a sorbet. Tastes like... Like something you used to drink when you were like 14 trying to get drunk. Like a schnapps almost. Like a Cisco or a Boone Farm. (laughs) Yes, schnapps. It's it's very, very sweet. That's for sure. What do you guys think about the... um, uh, the combination of the mango and the habanero. Absolutely I love had, it. Love I've, it. So I've had habanero beers before, ha, or, or spicy. Is it not spicy? No, it's not. And it's that habanero is masked very it's well. Good. It's there. You can see that it's there. You can taste yeah, it. You it's definitely there. Definitely taste it and smell it. The mango tastes like is fruity. Way there. Way fruity. It's way there. Maybe too much. And I'm, I'm reading now the um, the propaganda here. It, it is pronounced Mango Magnifico Con Calor. Uh, not not Culo. Not, <laughs> not ass. <laughs> yeah, they blend together to make a very ass-like Well, the taste. script on the bottle looks... Oh, I see it now. Now I can see it. Now that, I, now that it's, it says that. Con Calor. Right, right. Yeah, but at the bottom of this, it does say, if you buy this, you're a puto. <laughs> puta. No, no. I, I don't. I don't know any of these words. Um, anyway, you don't buy it. You're a puta. Th- yeah, yeah. That's a better marketing plan. Um, so, uh, so what, are we- what? What do you think might go good with this? With as far as food, tacos. Tacos, maybe a <laughs> good guess. I'm thinking of like Taco a, Tuesday, bitches. I'm thinking like a a burger, maybe burger, as well. Taco, yeah. Some kind of meat. I'm thinking like if you Carne blended asada. it with with some sort of a. Ice cream. Vanilla ice cream would be good. That's an interesting idea. I mean, like a float. Because it's that sweet to me. Yeah. Kind of having a hard time with it. I'm thinking vanilla. 
Yeah, so uh, we picked this up in a. I picked this up in a, a twenty-two ounce bomber, and um, this is definitely something that you are not going to power down. No, uh, this is a sipping Sipper beer. For this sure. is something to uh, maybe enjoy at the end of your night. Um, also, with maybe some sort of um, pop in the Princess Bride, <laughs> yeah. pop this open, boom, <laughs> or, or or some sort of interesting uh, aperitif, um, some sort of um, yeah, with you know, no dessert. ice cream. Yeah, 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 it would be really good. Yum. That'd be a great nightcap. Um, you know, usually we are talking about huge hop heavy beers here. Um, things that are very unique or big porters, seasonal things like that. But uh, this beer is probably the most unique beer I've ever had in my life. It's pretty interesting I for sure. Dennis, now you're a beer buyer over at uh, Tahoe Central Market. And I'm going to seek this out this week. Are you? Are you yeah. really? Hell yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, do great. Do, do you think you'll have a clientele for this? Um, I can sell ice to an Eskimo. So, yes. Mm. Okay, right. We'll see. We'll see it. <laughs> All right. How many do you have to buy? Do you have to buy like a case? 12. Yeah. 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 We can sell 12. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I, I don't mean this in a bad way, but uh, I, it tastes like it tastes like a, co- like a good cough syrup. Like cough syrupy to me. Yep. <laughs> Robitussin. Very. I love, I love the habanero thing. I'm not a spice guy. You can tell, you can ask anybody. I'm a pussy as far as spice, spicy food goes. Sure. Yep. I, I, it is. I, I can go Tabasco and that's about it. But I love this habanero. It's it's not, it's, uh, it's like you said, it doesn't have uh, the, the killer heat, mm-hmm. but it's got the flavor. And where you, when you're thinking craft beers, <clears throat> a lot of times you're thinking either something you know dark very rich a lot of chocolate coffee that kind of stuff or you're thinking the other side which is a lot of hops um a lot of big hoppy flavor right uh, or maybe something traditional like a a, a traditional european uh, english style ale or maybe something more along the lines of especially this time of year uh like an oktoberfest a traditional mm-hmm. beer with some uh, some Spicy restrictions pumpkin. put on it this is out of left field yeah, pump, pumpkin beers as well. Yeah, you're absolutely right, AK. Um, <laughs> this is out of left field. I, I, again, I've never tasted anything like it. I think this might grow on me, but uh, for the my initial reaction, this is um, so unique that you've you've really got to be into. I think you've got to be into the 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 mango, the sweetness of it. It is over the top sweet. Super mm-hmm. good. I love it. But the thing that keeps bringing me back and keeps making me take take a taste is this, uh, this at hob- the, end. the the habanero at the end. Yeah, it just gets you right at the end. It's awesome. It's awesome. It's really good. Love it. It gets better with every sip. It's like a lot of stuff floating in it. Look. Oh yeah, there is. There really is. I think that's probably un- a lot of unfiltered mango. I bet. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I just got handed a drink as I was walking out of the dentist office. <laughs> Right. Here, drink we, this. Drink this, then we're going to take some x-rays. <laughs> Everything will be just fine. <laughs> good stuff. Good call on the beer. Thank yeah, you, right Xanders on. out of Truckee. Thank you, Xanders, and uh, good luck on your push-ups. Uh, what is the, <laughs> uh, what's the next thing on the agenda tonight? You, you were going to tell a bee story. Did you already oh, yeah. That? Follow up on the bee story. Guy. Right. So the last guy. week, for those of you who tuned in last week, we had a big diatribe of um, how many bees there's been up here in the Tahoe area. We are coming to you from uh, from uh, the Tahoe area, and uh, we don't usually see a lot of bees up here at this elevation this late in the season. But for some unknown reason, they've been around, 
and uh, AK Alicia, uh, she kind of gave us a story about how she was <laughs> viciously attacked, mm-hmm. swarmed uh, by swarm. <laughs> I felt it being swarmed. I by think bees. sixteen they stings were, <laughs> were count. I think the quote was, "They were in my hair. They were in my ass." Right. Yeah. And um, yeah, just horrifying experience. Shulo. Uh, she told us uh, she told us off mic about a, a a friend of hers or somebody that she knew who uh, actually got uh, stung all over their and all over the place and um, uh, knew that they were what allergic mm-hmm. and they had to go knocking on random doors to try and find. She got stung food. once in the in the mouth. It flew in her mouth while jogging. And, and she knew, but to the key was she knew she was yeah. allergic. Didn't have a pen. And didn't have an EpiPen, which is, of course, uh, the treatment for that. Lifesaver. Yep. Yeah. And she Third started house knocking on random doors, and she came across some random person who happened to have an EpiPen and saved her life. Well, uh, Literally. I, I just read a story uh, that just hit the, uh, the airwaves on the interwebs. Interwebs. About a guy, uh, a soldier out at Fort Campbell. I think that's in Tennessee. And uh, he was out having some some pops, having some beers, some some barley pops, and uh, had some good times, and was kind of walking home by himself, and may have walked into the wrong place, and may have stirred up some sort of nest, and was being bitten and chased by bees, and called his girlfriend, said, "I'm being chased." That's as clear as he was on the phone. So the girlfriend was thinking he's being chased by who? Clowns. Clowns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did, did Kenneth Bone? Who's Bo- chasing me right Bozo. now? Bozo. Ch- chasing me in a bee suit. Um, <laughs> but he was being chased by bees, and unfortunately, it got so bad that this guy was being stung and chased so badly that he ran right out into traffic and was hit by three separate vehicles and killed. So, you know, it's a follow-up to the story that we had. It's not the funnest story uh, I, I read all day today. But it's um, out there, and it happened. But it is out there. But, I mean, it, honestly, when you are getting stung by that many bees, running into traffic would be one of your <laughs> options. I, I just, I, I don't know. I don't. <laughs> I was going to say take the sting, but I guess I don't know. I, I mean, I, I was going to jump in the creek, which was very cold and very shallow. And full of shit. <laughs> you know, it was shit creek. Yeah. It's right down the like, street. Like, that's it. I'm just... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If this show doesn't become popular, that's where we're going to be. Um, so anyway, yeah, uh, I'll tell you, these bees are everywhere. Um, I don't know if you've got bees in your area. It seems like they're 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 just around more than they ever have been. Uh, a lot Terrible. of people in the Tahoe area are saying we're going to get a big winter. It just snowed here the it other just day. Snowed. Yay. And uh, Today, everybody's right? looking forward to winter. And uh, yeah, we're all, all, the bees, all of us that are into winter sports are super excited. Hopefully, in wherever you're listening to the show, uh, wherever you're based, um, hopefully the bees are leaving you alone. And hopefully, the only thing you have to worry about is who you're going to vote for and clowns. Oh God. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I said tacos earlier with this beer. I just took a chip. Mm-hmm. Add, add some salt into that. Mm. Really? Into that, into that combination. Mm. And speaking of that, so so Dennis, <clears throat> I, I don't mean to pick, but um, there's an entire chalice of chips over there. You came back with your chip story with no chips. <laughs> um, let's uh selfish bastard he was like just telling us this is incredible you guys should try you guys, this this is what's neat about this beer they're way over there but you should try them um yeah so oh you're tru- right let's do trucky where do you guys you're right you're right you're so right make sure that you yeah backwash 
Mm. <laughs> Makes it much better and less sweet mm. immediately. Still good though. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> that changed it. Yep. How did that change it? Dennis, insight, please. Salt. He's amazing. The salt? It's he knows salt. all about salt. Salt. Aren't you... Wait, hang on a second. I know, you, I know. I'm limited. I, just, <laughs> I am limited. Watching my, uh, watch my sodium intake. Man, I read every... I haven't read so many labels in all my life. Mm-hmm. Every time I pick something up, I'm turning it around, looking at the salt content. I don't even know what high salt is and what low salt is. I'm assuming 500 and lower is low. I'm yeah. assuming 500 and above is high. Like 800 would seem high. Right. So I got some. Man, uh, I don't even know. <laughs> I mean, think about how much a milligram is. Uh, what is a milligram? I, mm-hmm. But I mean, a, if you were to pour it, right? it's a milligram. So a gram of sugar is in most drinks. So a milligram of salt would be one what, tenth of hundredth of that. I don't know, but I bought ten cans of black beans yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> they were fifty percent less sodium. <laughs> all right, well, you can eat all ten of them. <laughs> I'm eating a lot of lot of bean bean and rice dishes and grilled yep. chicken and quinoas. I uh, know quinoa, kale, a lot of kale, eat kale anyway. Eat be- black beans anyway, really too. Just uh, well, just remember us little people when you're uh, still vim and vigor, and uh, we're all just you know kind of we're looking on the salt licks. Eating salt. <laughs> That's awesome. So um, yeah, that uh, that chip with the salt did change the entire profile yep. of that beer. Sure after, did. Uh, uh, and that's I'm gonna drink all of this beer uh, and eat all these chips. Okay, <laughs> so um, now what are we moving on to? What, what are we talking about? Uh, we were talking about places we like to eat in, tr- in Truckee. Oh yeah, that's right. Does it have to be Truckee? Well, it could be Truckee this time, Tahoe next time. Okay. Yeah. So Truckee. Truckee. So uh, if you're joining us. Um, no matter where you're listening to, if you are ever uh, vacationing in the Tahoe area, uh, we are at the beautiful gateway to Lake Tahoe, which is Truckee, California, right up Highway 80, just north of, um, excuse me, just east of uh, Sacramento, Sacramento, which is the beautiful capital of California, which is actually a total shit shithole. <laughs> um, and uh, so, yeah, we are nestled right between Reno, Nevada. And uh, Sacramento, California. If Auburn. you're listening to us from Sacramento, skip over that part. Uh, <laughs> it's a shithole. Yeah, that's of one shit. of the great, great benefits of, of a hogs. podcast. Um, I'll give you guys a little bit of warning. I'll, I'll edit that warning in. Sacramento stuff coming up, and then you can just kind of do a little quick 15 second forward thing on your Atmabob. And uh, yeah. So, um, yeah. Uh, if you're ever coming here, there's a lot of great places to eat here. A lot have been around for a long time, uh, but there has been some growth here in the area within the last couple of years, especially in the uh, beautiful historic downtown area of Truckee. And um, there's a lot of great places to check out. And uh, another great AK suggestion is the uh, where would you go to eat or where is your favorite spot in Truckee? So, uh, you know, I think we're building our base here in the, in the local area and then branching out. See who uh, wants to pick us up and come here and visit us and uh, go Maybe. check out some of these beautiful restaurants. What do you think? Um, let's see. For me, um, I'm going to say that recently my favorite place has become the Flame of India. I love it. It's delicious. Um, it's the place where Spice used to be, okay, over by okay. K- where KFC used right. to be, <clears throat> besides, Save Mart. And oh, God, KFC. I love KFC. 
Um, McDonald's, yeah. Right. Uh, KFC's Gonzo. Oh. The one in the Kings Beach turned into a meth lab, and now it's gone too. Oh, meth lab, meth lab. I used to love eating at meth lab. Ah, oh, meth lab. Meth lab and it's, KFC. It's true. Is it two of my favorite places. It is. They were making meth. In, they were making it in the in the in the uh, attic or whatever upstairs, and you go through the drive through and you said something special, and yeah. you got your meth and your chicken. Great? Yeah. Well, no, but yeah. But I mean, I remember when the helicopters. Nashville came, spicy chicken is what you used to say, <laughs> because that was, that was a KFC code word, right? And then you would get the goods. <laughs> God, that really sucks. Both those places are gone. But, but, this place you're talking about, this what did he call it? Fire of Flame India. Flame of India. This better be just it's good. as good. It's freaking good. Okay. You gotta like curry. I did not oh, go. I to love s- curry. I did not go to spice. I, I gotta say, I heard not good things. Hmm. But I also didn't hear terrible things, but I just never made it because I live in a different area. Yep. So I enjoyed the heck out of it. I mean, I'm really big into sag paneer, which is the spinach. Oh, he's great. <laughs> yeah, he's great. Such a good I went singer. to his show last year. <laughs> front row. Front row. Like, sag, we love you. Um, but yeah, it's awesome. And their naan bread is incredible. I got the, I got the garlic naan mm. and I got the Thai tea instead of coffee, which was an incredible suggestion. I and love it was Thai great. tea. Oh, so good. This was actually a hot one. Oh, really? Because I, I wanted coffee and he was like, how about the tea? And I was like, Ooh, why, not the, the why tea? not the tea? I mean. He's got the giant sitar. He's yeah. <laughs> it was incredibly quick. Like I was sitting there by myself without a phone looking like a total asshole. <laughs> so how I was, didn't have a phone to look at. So so the food was good. Food was great. Um, what was? Uh, have you been back? Um, I was gonna go today. Um, you had one experience. Yeah, one. And it was awesome. And it was great. Awesome. Yeah, surprisingly very very good. And you know I think I spent for myself I spent fifteen bucks. Yep. And I, was, I got a drink, a non. And uh, and I had and I could bring him with me. I could bring him with me. What's a drinking on? A drinking on. <laughs> Yum. <laughs> drink and a non. Oh, yeah. oh. Let's grab a drink and a non, don't you? That was two like, different things. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm a, I'm a rube. I don't know <laughs> what I'm talking about. Um, so uh, it sounds like Alicia. Uh, excuse me. Okay. Um, uh, you are uh, an aficionado of a brand new restaurant that you've been to once. Uh, this is a... <laughs> Wait, I sense sarcasm. This is a hugely, widely popular podcast that has tens of listeners right now. Yeah. And uh, are you trying to juice them for a discount by any chance? No, I'm not. I'm just, I'm really enjoying it. Like, there's not a lot of times where I'm like, oh, this was good. Was I would awesome. suggest this. Because most of the time I'm like, oh, you can eat there. Yeah. Well, this is similar to this other place, but cheaper. Yeah, um, yeah not a lot of pop. This yeah. place was great. I get it. Awesome. I totally, I totally get it. Mm-hmm. I'll go again. How about that? Awesome. I'm going there. I'll take I, it. I'm gonna bring my DVD player and watch Princess Bride there. Well, <laughs> how about that? Yeah. <laughs> no. You don't want to do that in a public place because the larfs are going to be so huge. You're going to be larfing your ass off. <laughs> right on. Yes. Good. I like it already. Ah, I don't know how you haven't seen it. Andre the Giant. Anyway, oh, really? Anyway, anyway. Oh, yeah. yeah. I saw, I used to go to WWF at the Spectrum in Philly and I saw Andre the Giant and Jimmy, Jimmy Snooker. 
Yeah. Superfly stuff. Yes, that's right. <laughs> I saw those guys in real life. Where, now, where did you see them? At the Spectrum in Philly. In Philly, yeah. yeah. Well, that's the only place to see Superfly Snook, all right? That would be the place to see him. Yeah, man. It was, a, it was the height of his career. Incredible. <laughs> that's incredible. <laughs> he did the whole uh, the whole turnbuckle yeah. jump and everything. It was awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, I was, uh, I was a teenager. <laughs> so, Mr. D, what is your go-to uh, in, in Truckee? Uh, Truckee area? Thai delicacy. Thai delicacy. It's the oh one that's God. in I'm the. I'm gonna uh, come out as a big fucking rube here. In the rock. Yeah. In the rock. That, oh that wait, area. where's the rock? Um, that where the, the roundabout is? Yep, yep. Yeah. Right there. Okay, I have to go yeah. there. Better than Thai Nai Corn over there what? in near the hospital. But awesome. Yeah, it's really good. We 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 come all the way over from Kings Beach, over the hill. For those of you who don't know, it's a 20-minute, 25-minute drive just to go there. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. And we've been there it. many times, and it's it's superb every single what do you, time. What do you get the same thing? Are you one of those guys? Uh, I'm a creature of habit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get pad thai and or uh, uh, the thick noodles. Um, oh, the damn sum? No. Um, Radna. No. Drunken. <laughs> no. <laughs> Meow. I'm, uh, I'm drawing a blank, but uh, I'm usually a, a pad thai guy with shrimp and chicken. Nice one, nice one. Well, I'm uh, I am the rube in the room. Uh, I don't get out a lot. I do a lot of cooking at home. Uh, but when I do go out, occasionally I, I venture out into uh, some better places. So for beverages, um, I'd have to say uh, one of my favorite places in Tahoe, which amazingly is still uh, unknown to a lot of people who are coming from out of the area, and that is uh, Mellow Fellow. If you guys want some good beers, uh, which we do a lot of beer reviews here on this show. Um, definitely check 40 out, taps I hear definitely check oh. out Mellow Fellow it is a constantly rotating um, and that wait that's over the state line or here in Chucky that is a, both there, there's oh, two both. locations there's one in um, there's state one in, line up at uh, mm-hmm. North Shore and now one in Reno near uh, Aces hmm. oh that's that's true there's one down in Reno but uh, the one that I'm talking about is in uh, beautiful historic downtown Truckee mm-hmm. and uh, they do have some uh, really really good um handmade sausages there so if you're into like venison things like that if you're into like sausage <laughs> yep definitely head on, head on in there well I mean that's going to happen anywhere you go where there's just beer drinking there's always going to be a lot of sausage sausage party <laughs> in, especially uh, in drug here. Oh, yep. yeah um, but as far as uh, import your bitches <laughs> yeah. Yeah. as far as food goes um, you know I'm, I'm going to say that uh, I've only been there a couple times and um, every time that I've been there it has been a quality experience uh it's not something that you're going to be able to if you're a working class uh gentleman or gal um you're not gonna be able to go there all the time it is definitely a treat but uh pianetta in uh, downtown mm. Truckee is probably the best dining experience you're gonna have in this local area and great um, happy hours good stuff yeah great happy hour great happy great, hour. great experience um great <clears throat> staff great food great chefs great wine list the wine list is extensive and incredible and superb um just an incredible experience um, like the homemade pasta dielio is really where it's at. You can tell. Yeah. If you want to get away with a little bit less, uh, you know, uh, Cottonwood is, is another great choice. Awesome. And um, if you uh, just want to go, um, you know, budget and you want to get the best bang for your buck, I would say El Toro Bravo is fantastic. Awesome. El Toro Bravo. El which Toro, is, which get, is next door to Mellow Fellow. Yeah. You're going to get a great Mexican meal. Uh, you're going to get great, great stiff pours on all of your drinks. 
and uh, you're going to walk away definitely happy for the money that you spent. So I got to say, uh, I got to tip my hat to, uh, you mentioned Cottonwood. My my, uh, my buddy Dave Smith is the chef there. He's, he's And his wife, actually, is the pastry chef. Mm. So, yeah, so it's a wife, uh, husband-wife uh, dealio over there. Awesome. Right on. Well, I think that's going to wrap it up uh, for another edition of the Permanent Vacation Radio Show on behalf of right. uh, Mr. D and AK. My name is Kevin. And uh, we just want to make sure that everybody knows where to find us. We can be found always at our home base at uh, permanentvacationradio.com. You can find us on the Podbean uh, podcast aggregate website or application. Download that app and look up uh, Permanent Vacation Radio, and you'll find us right there. Go ahead and subscribe to our RSSS feed, and you will find every single episode go right into your device automatically, and then you can listen to uh, our show at your convenience, which is great. And of course, we are on the mothership, which is iTunes, and we are under the name of Permanent Vacation Radio. So thank you for joining in. And, uh, yeah, let's make it a good week. Everybody have a great time out there. Uh, And, uh, yeah, enjoy your own vacations. Bless your little heart, AK. Thank you. Peace out. Peace later, guys.
Thank you.